Yo, this is ECW Original, the enforcer, CWN. And you're listening to Smash the Mad Podcast. The reason I listen to it, because I'm an Anderson. Hey, everybody, this is The Obsession, Caleb Conley, and you're listening to Smash the Mad. The Smash the Mad Podcast. With your host, G-Money, J5, DB, and Mr. Magnificent. Hey. Yo, what is great in the state? It is the radio rock star, G-Money. And of course, it is one half of perhaps the sexiest tag team in all of North Carolina and Mm -hmm. your current UPWA tag team champions, Team Sexy, Mr. Magnificent. Wait, wait, where's the belt? Where's the belt? It's it's, it's being shined. You know, I'm shining it up right now. Okay. He didn't didn't take it out of the car. He didn't take it out of the car. You want me to go get it? Go get it. Go get it. You got to show him the belt. What's the point? Yeah. Look, go ahead. Point? Go ahead, Sid. And it's your boy. It is your boy. J5. J5. The fizzle. That's right. The fizzle. The fizzle. Okay. J5. That's what I'm talking about, man. Welcome to another episode of Smash the Mat. And today we're going to be interviewing Fayetteville's own Fayetteville. Mr. Ryan Rembrandt. Remarkable, Ryan Rembrandt. Yes, sir. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. Glad what's, what's, what's really crazy is I feel like I've met you before. I don't know why. I saw your pictures earlier and I feel like I've met you somewhere before, but I don't know where. So I'm, uh, I'm weird like that. I don't forget faces, but I forget names now, all the time. Are you a Fayetteville native? Like you yes, I, li- I grew up in Fayetteville. Okay, excited too. Um, I'm trying to think. Uh, what high school did you go to? Cape Fear. Oh, okay, okay. I grew up kind of, um, I grew up downtown, close to um, Old Wilmington Road. There. Okay, okay. So that's like, yeah, that's kind of far from me. I don't know. I don't okay, know that's not maybe. that's not too bad. Um, thinking, but who knows? Hmm. Hmm. I yeah, know some man. people down that way, but mm-hmm. yes, indeed. Welcome to the show, man. Welcome Thank to the you. show. My man, Ryan Rembrandt is in the building, man. He's been making waves out here on the indie scene, man. So how long have you been, how long have you been wrestling actively? Uh, It's been almost four years. I've been training for a little over four years. I started wrestling actual shows almost four years ago. Oh, okay. Now, did you, did you initially start training with QT and AR or, or who was your first trainer? Uh, my first trainer is AR Fox. That was uh, at the WWA4 in Atlanta, Georgia. Right. I started there. I was there for two years. And then I transitioned over to Nightmare Factory. And I've been there for about two years now. Yeah. Man, that's, that's, that's dope, awesome, man. man. That's awesome, bro. Yes, indeed. Yeah. So my man, my man's been putting in work, man. Like, like I said, I was telling, I was telling people early, I was telling the guys early, I was watching some of your matches and I watched, I seen your match at WWA four with, with Aaron Fox. And like, I know it's an older match, but y'all really gave each other that work though. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It was a uh, Fox is awesome though. Um, he is, it, it was cool to be trained by both. Cause it's two different. If you watch AR Fox wrestle and you watch QT Marshall wrestle, it's like two different matches, two different styles, but they're both relevant. You know what I mean? Yeah, like yeah, I get it. They're both relevant. And they're both good. So, to get yeah, that's that's a unique perspective because you can kind of take the best of both worlds and kind of put them together and have your own style. Right. So it's been awesome. 
Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. So I see, uh, Mr. Magnificent, I see you got the belt there. Oh, oh, this thing? I didn't, I <laughs> forgot it was here. You know, I just, you know, when you're a champion, you know, you just have to, you forget that you carry this 10 pounds of gold around. Wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> okay. Okay. So look, we got, we got Ryan Rembrandt in the building, man. So he, you was telling us off air, but I want you to tell everybody on air. So he's been on AEW Dark about four or five times. Uh, three times. Three times. Three yes. times. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I saw, I saw your, I saw your match against. It was what is it called? Jurassic. Oh, Jurassic, Jurassic Express. Express. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Jurassic oh, Express. Okay. Yeah, I saw your match with a uh, private party. Mm-hmm. Like and you and Mike Reed. Right. Then there's the gun club after that. Ah, yeah, that's right. That's right. Gun club. Yeah. Yes, indeed. So how, how's your how's your experience been wrestling on AEW? Oh, it's been awesome. I actually have a funny story about Jurassic Express. So I love that was stories. my first AEW match ever. Mm-hmm. And this was actually my first match since the pandemic started. So that was in May. And, you know, everything shut down in March. So obviously I hadn't been in the ring since March. So... We go down there to, in May. Literally the first spot of the match, even if you go back and watch it on YouTube, the first spot, I get pulled up in a wheelbarrow. So Jungle Boy's holding me in a wheelbarrow position, right? He holds me up. My head's exposed. Luchasaurus comes through with a kick, like the black mask, like, you know, Aleister Black? Yeah. He does that. I don't I don't put my hand up. And so Uh-oh. his foot catches me right there on the chin. I mean, I'm in the, on the jaw. And as soon as it happens, black. I just, like, got my mouth. <laughs> oh, so I literally get knocked out my first, very first spot on AEW. <laughs> so even if you watch, like, my body language for, like, the next couple minutes in that match, I just kind of go down, and I'm just kind of, like, slow motion. Um, <laughs> oh, man. I got yeah. to rewatch it again. <laughs> yeah, it's really <laughs> kind of funny. But, like, no, I, I was good. Um, I'm going to pull it know, up was, on my phone. You know, I was, like, kind of... An autopilot for that match, but then afterwards, um, like they're all good. Like Luchasaurus, Marco Stunt was there, and they're like, "Hey, you should get checked out by the doctor just in case." Because I felt good after the match, like I felt good. But right. they were like, "Nah, get looked at if you got if you got knocked out." So I got looked at by the doctors. No concussions, nothing wrong. I just got you know rocked. But it's a funny story. But I always have to put it out there that those guys were super cool. Like they took care of me. So it's just. It's just the nature of it. So it wasn't anybody's fault or nothing. But I, I always share that because I just think it's funny now looking back on it. <laughs> um, but they definitely took care of me, though. So Yeah, that, that is crazy. Yeah. So I, I guess After Dark had a whole new meeting for you after that match. Cause you, right. You know, it was all dark <laughs> for the first part for you. <laughs> Literally. Oh, man. <laughs> well, that's what's up, man. Yeah. So, so you've done you've done that for a while, and so ha- tell us about your experience with the, the Nightmare Factory. Oh, so Nightmare Factory. It's um. So when I first started going there, this is about two years ago. They were called um, they were called One Fall Power Factory. Yep, sure That's was. All then, and um, it had no affiliation. AEW wasn't even around at that time, but um. I went there and I knew QT was training there and I just wanted to see a different style because in Atlanta, we're so we're um, we're really blessed to have so many different schools in the Mm -hmm. area. So I was at a four and that was cool. But I feel like I'd be cheating myself as a wrestler if I just 
day at one school only when there's so many others like within, you know, 30, 40 minute distance. So I decided to go over there and training there is like, it's, um, they focus a lot on the details. So a lot on like the footwork, the in-ring, like the, the ring awareness, placement in the ring, um, where you should put certain spots or certain moves, like working on character. Like it focuses a lot on the details, mm. um, which has been good. Um, at WWA4, I got to learn how to do a lot of moves. I got to, cardio is awesome because we do so much cardio drills at A4. So your cardio will be on point there. You will get blown <laughs> up every day. Right. Like, so I got to learn a lot there. Just a lot of being creative at WWA for thinking of new things to do, like things that haven't really been seen before. But then I translate that to Power Factory or now uh, Nightmare Factory. And they kind of put it in order and focus on like fine tuning it. If that makes sense. Yeah. Okay. It so it's like WWA four gave you the puzzle pieces and Nightmare Factory showed you how to put it together. Right. That's actually perfect. Yeah. That makes, yeah. Perfect analogy. Oh, man. You, you, y'all heard that. Perfect oh, analogy. Oh, no. money. <laughs> Just so y'all know. <laughs> analogy king over here. You know what I'm saying? So, so, uh, so because you're, you're a favorite native, North Carolina native, you went, to, you went to high school and college here. So, and I believe you said you just started or you're doing more shows out here in North Carolina now that the restrictions are easing up. Yes. So I, um, I've been doing America Lucha wrestling. That's in Burlington. Yes, indeed. That's about an hour and a half away. Um, I've been working with them. That's been cool. The whole crew there is awesome. Um, I'll actually be there on the 10th. Uh, oh, okay. Not this upcoming Saturday, but the Saturday after. Right. Um, we got a show there. Um, I'll be there. That's actually at 530. Because that's actually the day Mania is. Yo, oh, yeah, that's right. That's, that's Mania right. Weekend. That's Mania right. Weekend. Sure is. Yeah, and yes, I was kind of worried. I was like, I don't know if, you know, there's going to be shows running on that day, but they, they gave me the green light. They were like, yeah, we're doing it. So it's going to be at 530, though, so a little earlier. So people okay. can get home and watch the pay-per-view if they want. Um, at least part yeah. of it. I've been doing that. Um, I'll be on the first time ever. That's towards the end of April. I'll be on that one. Yeah, this is April 18th. Yeah, yeah. I'll be wrestling there. I'll be wrestling Victor Andrews, who also lives in North Carolina. Yes, um, indeed. He's yes. pretty good. So I'm looking forward to that one too. I'm hoping to do more in North Carolina, though, definitely for sure. Because I got family there, I got friends, people I went to school it. with. So. Heck yeah. Heck definitely. yeah. Speaking of that, have 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 they been noticing? Like, yo, man, hey man, Ryan is out here killing. Have have they noticed? Yeah. And it's been it's been cool because it's like so. And you could probably relate because you just started wrestling, but it's like when you first start training, like, you know what, before you start training, you tell people you're trying to be a wrestler. And right. like some people are kind of like, uh, like, you for real, like, Why, wrestling? Like, Why you want to do that? Yeah. Bro, what are you doing? <laughs> you know, but then you start training and you start having some matches. And, you, you know, when you first start, like, the matches aren't that good. So it's like <laughs> people might see it and be like, uh, you know, but then when you start getting better, then it's kind of like, oh, okay. And then you start doing like a little bit bigger shows, then it's like, oh, hmm. And I think I'm kind of at that point where people are like, oh, okay, he's the, there could be a future here. Like, this is awesome. Okay. Right, right. So, so it's been cool. It's been like a kind of 
kind of like a roller coaster, sort of, you know? That's but I think up. now people are starting to see, like, oh, okay, like, we're supporting this dude. We like him. So, yes, indeed. So, tell us about your character. You are remarkable, Ryan Rembrandt. Wait a minute. No, before you even answer that, remarkable? Yes. That sounds like a future tag team to me. Uh, remarkable <laughs> and magnificent. Uh, yeah. Remarkably magnificent. Yeah. Oh. We'll, we'll talk after the show. All the, the details. Go ahead. <laughs> no, but like I um I wanted that gimmick because it's like it's a very old school type gimmick. It sounds like a gimmick you would hear from like the eighties, the early nineties, and um I watched a lot of old wrestling. I love like the old school wrestling, so I watched a lot of that and. I think that's where I got a lot of um, inspiration from that. And also a lot of people now don't do a lot of the old school gimmicks and the characters. You know, I, I come out in a robe. Yes. Or a robe and I, I do a lot of uh, technical wrestling. I do a lot of old school stuff. Yeah, I have like the low cut boots and the trunks. Like a lot of people nowadays don't do that. You know, they and, and that's cool because there's different styles, different flavors of ice cream. Um, but I like the old school stuff. And I think being a newer wrestler doing that old school style sets me apart a little bit. Um, I chose, so that's why I chose the name remarkable Ryan Rembrandt because it's like, and I kind of put myself in the corner cause that's like a heel name. Yeah, heel yeah. I've been so. trying to figure out, are you a heel or not? Like some matches <laughs> I'm like, like I think he's heel. And then it's like, I can't tell if that's what, like you smile too much. <laughs> Yeah, because you smile all the time. But um, but I kind of painted myself in the corner with that because it's a heel gimmick, it's a heel name, and I and I like working heels, fun. Um, but there have been times where I've had to work face, or I'll go to a show and a promoter doesn't really know my character, and they just see me, and you know, I'm I'm a nice dude. I talk to everybody, so they'll see me shake my hand, and they'll be like, oh, okay, he's he must be a baby face. And then that night, I'm baby face, and I'm like, oh, okay. So it's like now I kind of have to figure out new dimensions of this remarkable character to make it a baby face. Um, but yeah, it's it's interesting. I'm still I'm still kind of putting together the pieces, but I'm coming more and more complete to knowing who is remarkable Ryan Rembrandt. What does he do? What does he want? And he's an old school technical wrestler trying to be the best technical wrestler there is. Um, you know, it proves that like he's remarkable. So. He looks remarkable. He wrestles remarkable. Speaks remarkable. Is intelligent. Educated. Athletic. Like I tried to use all these um, words to describe it. I would say the character is more like uh, if you got Mister Perfect and you got Rick Rude, okay, and you got uh, Kurt Angle from like 2000, and you kind of mix that. That's kind of what I'm going for. And then with the style of like a Lance Storm or some Dean Malenko in there, some Shelton Benjamin in there. Right, like right. That up, like the athletic type style. Yeah. That's kind yeah. of what I'm going for there. Yeah, I, I see you wrestle like, you wrestle an, an athletic style, but not a high flying style. Like yeah. technically athletic. Yeah. You know, so, because um, if I'm not, I see, I think I've seen two, two of the finishes I've seen you do is, is, is the the lion tamer and the remarkable DDT, which is like the impaler DDT, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, I used to do that, but I actually got away from that DDT um, because Bobby Roode does that. Yes, and I'm like, all right, so I got a robe, 
okay, I worked from yeah. I'm Mark you know DDT, what I mean? I'm glorious like, DDT. Be, yeah, exactly. Not be a copycat. You know what I mean? So yeah. I had to yep, like, yep. switch that up. Um, so I work on more submissions now. I'm trying to do that. Cause a lot of people don't do that. So I'm trying yeah, to do that. People don't do. Yeah, that's dope. That's dope, man. So, so you got, so you got remarkable Ryan Rembrandt, ALW. Do you know who you're facing on the tenth? I'm not sure yet. Um, I have no clue right now. Um, so we'll see. Okay, so you've got Victor Andrews on the eighteenth. Have you ever seen? Have you seen Victor Andrews in action? Yes, I have. And actually, <laughs> um, ooh, probably about three years ago. And the the footage is nowhere to be found because I tried looking for it. But we actually had a match about three years ago. I was super green. Um, and it was okay. He definitely, he led the match cause you know, he's been doing it for a while. I was right. only a year in at the time. So he led that match and, and it was, it was okay, but I was only a year in. So I definitely owe him. You know what I mean? I definitely yeah. owe him a better match cause oh, first year Ryan was, you know, working through a lot. So, but yeah, he's good. And he does a lot of that technical style too. Yes, he does. So he I'm does. He, he kind of wrestles that same athletic but not high flying style. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I feel like he he's like a he has a a hybrid of styles because he can wrestle the submission style. He can do the brawling style and all that. So I'm definitely looking forward to that match. And Vic yeah. has cardio for days. He does. Yes, he does. Yes, he so, does. Oh my goodness. Too. Yeah. So. Yes, he does. Yeah, man. Yeah, uh, my man, like, we go and train with Vic a couple times, and um, my man, Mr. Magnificent, he went once, and he never went again. Yeah, no, that's that's all it took. <laughs> I had it all it took. I usually, when, when Vic's at a show, or matter of fact, this last show we went to, or whatever, yeah, I, I sparred. Yeah, yeah, I spar. I had to spar with him in, in the ring before his matches and stuff, so he can get warmed up. <laughs> hey, test dummy, come here. Yep. Come here. Come here. Come here. Okay. I mean, it's pretty fun, you know. Yeah. Because I have a I have a little background, you know, in the MMA stuff and whatever or whatnot. Nice. So he does a little bit of that stuff with me in the in the in the ring or whatnot. So, but it warms him up, I guess. And I just I just get it. I just get a workout in. Nice. All right. Just be sweaty for no reason, man. Just just say that. <laughs> At least I don't stink. Well, at least I'm not a stinky sweat. Well, no, Ken, we know you. You sweat sitting still. Yeah, guys, you guys, man. So, so who are some of the guys that you when when you were coming up? Who were some of your favorite wrestlers? Oh, I would say um, I definitely liked Chris Jericho a lot when I was a kid. I liked him. I liked The Rock, of course. Um, I liked I like Kurt Angle. I like Eddie Guerrero. Eddie Guerrero was probably one of my favorites. Um, and even though, like, and as far as, like, his career goes, I like Chris Benoit a lot. Um, I liked a lot of the smaller guys because, for me, growing up, I watched, like, a lot of the cruiserweights and a lot of the guys, like, in that that ruthless aggression time period. You yeah. know, like mm-hmm. Eddie and Shawn Michaels and all of them were, like, getting their moments. I like that because even as a kid, I knew that I would not be six foot four. And I would not be 270 pounds. You know what I mean? Like, oh, right. I, I knew I wouldn't be like that. So I, I watched guys specifically who I thought I would be around their same size. Like even when I was young. Um, 
so a lot of those guys I, I tend to like put my focus on to watch them. So if you could pick, say, your your dream match, both indies and professional, who who would it be? One of each. Oh, we're uh, we talking like current or like of all time? It could be past or present. Let's do both. Let's do current and all time. Okay, all time. I'd love to wrestle. I'd love to wrestle Dean Malenko in like 1997. Ooh. Ooh. That would be that would be fire. Ooh. That's Nitro <laughs> era. Nitro era uh, yeah. right there. That would be fire. Give us like 12 minutes. That would be sick. <laughs> I want to do that. Um, and then currently, let's see. Ooh, man, there's a lot of people currently. Like, there's so much talent out there. I'm thinking like definitely um, – Oh man, there's still one match I want to get. Christopher Daniels, I want to wrestle Ooh. him. Okay, even though he's yeah. like older now, he's still very good. Um, but yeah. I remember watching him in TNA, and he was always killing it. So I like to wrestle him. Um, he went to high school here too. Yeah, yeah. did he? I yeah, didn't know he that. Pine Forest. Yes, really? Oh, for real? Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, he's yeah. from Fayetteville. I didn't no, know I that. Didn't know Christopher Daniels? Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, I did not know that. I don't know if he's from here, but I know he went to high school here. Oh, that's what's up. I didn't know that. Yeah, that's yeah, we found well, you knew that Ken, you knew before me. Yeah. But but yeah, it's been a I think I've known for about maybe a year or two. Yeah, so uh, and then uh Shelton Benjamin. Heck yes. Yeah, Shelton Benjamin is probably like sometimes I see him on TV, like I get like like angry. Like not really like angry, <laughs> like it's not that serious, but like I get like kind of frustrated. I'm like, dang, like I wish he you know. I don't trust. Sheldon Benjamin was my favorite wrestler for like, like during that ruthless aggression period after he split from Team Angle. So I completely understand. Like after they moved him to Raw and he was Mm -hmm. he beat Triple H a couple times and all that stuff. So Intercontinental Belt. Yeah, yeah. When they had his mama with him and all. Yeah, like hated that part. (laughs) Why they do that? Like, trying to I guess trying to get him over, man. That was horrible. He's he's talented. I'd like to wrestle him. Yeah. Sorry, I just did some fact check. Fact checking. He went to Methodist College too. Oh, he did. Yeah. Oh, okay. That's what's up. So, good old Methodist in the oh, building. Oh, fact check here. I mean, <laughs> Methodist is all right. It ain't no favorite state, but oh, it's no. cool. <laughs> it is. It's, 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 it's very much more expensive. Right. Than so state. Expensive over there. <laughs> well, yo, 24K, well, I love, I 24K a year. I almost Charlotte too, but you know, them, they want enough scholarship money. So $24,000 a year. I was going to go to Methodist and play football, but uh, that, that price was like, uh, I'm good. I'm good. It's legit. So man. if you could think back and if you had the opportunity to talk to your younger self uh, back when you first started, what, what what advice would you give yourself now looking back, you know, from where you've been and to where you are? Like when I first started wrestling? Yes. Oh, okay. I would tell myself, just believe in yourself. Believe in yourself. Be confident. Like, don't be afraid to take chances. I think that's one of those things. And it's just because for me, I'm naturally like introverted, like you know what I mean? Like I, I kind of keep to myself a lot. Like I'm just, I like, I think a lot before I do stuff. So sometimes I like overthink and be like, oh yeah. no, let me not do that. But I would tell my younger self, like just, just go after it. Like just do it. Like don't be scared. Like just do it. You know? Like believe in yourself. Um, because I really, honestly, and like 
I really didn't start believing in myself until like the past like six months or so, to be honest, to be completely honest with you. Damn. Yeah, it's just like, I don't know. It's like I like halfway believed in myself, but that's not enough. Like if you're trying to do something, like you can't like be halfway believing yourself. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah that's it was, like the past few months. And then I was like, all right, let me just go in on this. And then I think I saw it reflect like in wrestling too and just in wrestling and promos and going to shows. Like it just it shows in my my progress as a wrestler. Like when I actually believe in myself versus when I, I kind of did, kind of didn't. Yeah, that's real. Well, speaking of things you would tell, what would you tell up and coming wrestlers with like two years or less in a business that's trying to that's trying to make it? Okay, um, definitely that. Believe in yourself, but also um, ask questions. Always ask questions. Like never think you know at all, at all. Like always ask questions, always seek advice. And then um, I would say just just think outside the box, be creative. Like, like be your own person. Like try to figure out like what you would do as a wrestler. Try to have fun with it. I think that's what I'm getting. I try to have fun with it, find joy in it, like enjoy it. Cause it's what you're dedicating your body to, you're dedicating your life to it. Like these months and these years that you train, like you won't get that back. Like you, you can make that money back that you spent on training. You know what I mean? Like if you, you're with some girl and she breaks up with you cause you're wrestling too much, you could find another girlfriend or whatever. You could get fired from your job by going to training. You could get another job, but you can't get that time back. Like time is the one thing you can't get back. So I would say just maximize your time, like with whatever you're trying to do. So if you're trying to wrestle, like if you're trying to get a contract and be on TV, like maximize your time to do that. If you want to wrestle on the weekends locally and you're cool with that, well, then be the best local dude you could be and maximize that time to promote yourself and, and be like that top dude if that's what you want, like or whatever, if you want to but have fun, enjoy it don't stress out because it's that time that you're not going to get that back. So make the most of it. That's what I would say. Hmm. I like that. Yes, indeed. So with all the, with all the wrestling going on, do you, do you watch, like, do you watch current TV, uh, wrestling programming? Oh, that, this is hard. Like, for real, I'm not even going to like sit here and pretend like I watch everything. Cause I, I don't, I, I tried to at one point, I think it was right before the pandemic. It was like, I think every weekday or every day had wrestling on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was like Raw, NXT, like 205, AEW, NW. It had like everything, Ring of Honor. And I tried for like two weeks. And I think I made it like two weeks watching everything. And I was just like, Raw, it's too much. Like, <laughs> so I'll catch highlights on some stuff. And then some shows I, I haven't seen in months. So I just see stuff like on Instagram and I'm like, all right, cool. But yeah, it's tough. I think I probably keep up the most um, like AEW for sure. Cause that's probably like the closest uh, contact I have to getting somewhere. Mm-hmm. So I keep up with them. I used to keep up with NXT a lot. Um, I've kind of fallen off a little bit lately. Um, I heard ring of honor is killing it though. I just, they are. I heard they're killing it. Like I've been seeing stuff. It's just, I just, it's just hard to watch it. Like to find out where I can, I can watch like full episodes. Like facts. I have the same issues. 
Yeah, but I see they have a lot of good people up there, and they signed like a lot of people. Like O'Shea Edwards is there, and like Fred Yehi, like those guys. So, and I know those guys. I've like worked with those guys, so it's cool to see them on that platform. And so I know they're killing it. Right. Yeah. You so know what? I have to say this. I I am officially a fan. I, I have dual monitors going on here. So on the on my other monitor, um, I'm on your Facebook page, and you have a video up of you entering the ring in 2020. I don't know if uh, Jay, G, you've you guys seen this. You have somebody hold the back of your um, robe as oh, yeah, he gets yeah. up in there. I'm jealous. I want to get a robe now <laughs> just so I can have somebody do that. Okay, you have tassels. <laughs> I do. You have tassels. You don't need another. You don't need nothing else. You have tassels. <laughs> so what? What has been like overall your favorite theme of entrance music that that you've ever? What is your favorite entrance theme that you've ever come across or heard or whatever? Like for myself, for yourself, or for anybody else? For myself, I use the instrumental of a bittersweet symphony. Mm. I use the instrumental of that one because it's like I feel like it fits the character with the robe mm-hmm. and like yeah. the classical type wrestling, you know, mm-hmm. classic type. So I use that. Um, it also has like a forty second intro. So whenever I'm heel, I, I like that because then it makes people mad because they gotta wait for <laughs> seconds. <laughs> They're like, man, what's going on? You know? But I like using that for myself. I've been using that since I started. Um and I'm actually working on um getting like a custom version, a cover of that, so that way I could legally use it on different shows. Okay. Right. Right. Yeah, the music rights, boy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Music rights is a big thing. Yeah, so that's my favorite for me. And I think as far as like all time, just like as a fan watching. Oh man. I think it's like, it's a mix between the rock and like 1998. Like when he first joined the corporation, like the rock's mm-hmm. music that, or like the brood with the entrance. I thought that was sick. I was like, Bro, yeah, okay. Fire. All right. I like, that's that's a, I like the attitude era music a lot. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. For sure. So you know what? So I like that question, Jay. So now I'm gonna hit you with this question: What is your favorite finishing move of all time? Ooh, oh, all that's time? a good one. Yeah. Yes. Oh, oh man, I think. Oh, that's tough. I think of all time, just like for the cool factor of it, it has to be the people's elbow. I think that's like the coolest move. <laughs> the coolest time. mistake. <laughs> like, the concept of it, like realistically, is kind of like. Oh, it's kind of like an elbow, like for real. But like the theatrics <laughs> behind it, and like the elbow pad and throwing yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. I thought it was like the coolest move. Um, so that, um, sweet chin music, it's classic. Right. You just hit people with that, and then, simple and effective. Yeah, and I think like probably the most effective in my mind would be the lion tamer. Oh yeah, I used to do it. That like, was, the, yeah. The oh yeah, yeah. Oh, when he used to put, put his, his knee, knee on, on your back and neck. Yeah. Oh, that, that one was. That I'm gonna do that to Ken Saturday. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's, that looks brutal. So, so yeah, did you, did you know that that the people's elbow was a complete like trying to get the Undertaker to break character? No. Is that how yeah, that yeah, that's how it started. It was for the, it was the Rock was trying to get Undertaker to break character, and then it went. The people's elbow actually went and went over really well with the crowd, and so he just kept doing it. Oh, yeah. I didn't know that. 
Yeah, apparently it was a thing back in the day, like, because he would never break character, so they would always try to do things to make him break character. Yeah, yeah. that's kind of funny, though. Yeah, that's... <laughs> that's good stuff, man. Yeah, man. Now, now we should we should talk about something that's that's really important and something that's that's really obvious. Now, Ryan, I know you're a fan of mine and you've been a fan of mine for many years. Um, so if you had to pick your top match, what would that be? <laughs> Wait, <hold up. laughs> no, no, you know, well, again, he's we'll like, he's, that after he's, podcast. he's okay. like, he's like, you know what? Who are you? <laughs> he said, you're a fan of mine. <laughs> Oh, okay. man, it's hilarious. <laughs> What's your favorite batch of mine? What? I mean, there's Damn. so many. There's there's hundreds. Jeez. Talk about big headed. See, he's speechless. <laughs> I knew I, it's a hard choice, I understand. And you don't you have to make that choice. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, it's the, the tell him his, his favorite match is the midget match when he wrestled the midget. <laughs> that was it. I don't even know if that happened. I'm just, I'm just throwing stuff out there. Little boogie. Oh, you really, really wrestled the midget? He uh, <laughs> 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 me and you like what? I didn't look, look, I didn't wrestle the midget. I wrestled somebody else, but he did a run in on the end of one of my matches and it scared me like to death because I'm afraid of worms. Oh, that's right. You're afraid yeah. of little people. I'm a <laughs> I'm afraid of the worms, not little people. <laughs> that's funny. Oh, you couldn't you couldn't oh man, the boogeyman when we went to WrestleMania, mm. I think he had worms with him too. He, no, he didn't. He didn't. Oh, he didn't? No, no, he didn't. No, I'm just trying to. I just, I just thought about it. I just thought about it. I was like, did he take worms in there? No. <laughs> so, oh my gosh, y'all are retarded. So, <laughs> so, uh, since you, so, so you're based out of Atlanta. Mm-hmm. WrestleMania weekend, you'll be here. Yo, I imagine that wouldn't like, I imagine Tampa's probably like crawling with wrestling shows that weekend. Oh. Yeah, there's a lot of them down there, and I thought about it for like like two seconds. I thought about it, and then I was like, nope. Like with everything going on, like you know what I mean. Like is it yeah. better if people getting you know vaccines and all that? But still, it's like I don't know. I'm, I'm gonna <clears throat> chill on that one. Yeah, and Florida been reckless too. So yeah, I don't. I don't think you you don't even need to wear masks anymore. I heard like no, nah, that oh, that's crazy. crazy. That's yeah, why I ain't been down there yet. I declined on WrestleMania this year. Like, nah, I'll wait till next year. Yeah, I'm still. I had a job offer in Tampa, and I was like, eh. <laughs> I was like, I'll wait. Right. That's smart. Yeah, yeah. We'll just communicate through video. Yeah, we'll just, <laughs> can, can, can I, can yeah, I be I'm remote? Back this weekend. No, don't. Can I, can, I, can I work remotely, please? Yeah, <laughs> hey, bananas, man. Ryan, bro, what's your, what is your social media if anybody wants to follow you? Social media, Instagram and Twitter. It's at Ryan underscore Rembrandt. I'm on there. I use Instagram a lot. I'm trying to learn Twitter because, man, I, you know, I, I mean, I mostly just like scroll and like laugh at people's jokes, but like I really don't tweet that much. Right. Instagram, I'm pretty active on Instagram though. And it's Ryan underscore Rembrandt. So do you, do you, do you share a lot of memes? Are you that type of guy that share a lot of memes? Because I do. I'll share it like in my story. I won't like put a post, but I'll like maybe like in my story I put like something funny. That makes right. sense. But it's like it just depends. I mostly like laugh at the memes though. 
Like I just like yeah. see other people put it and like laugh, react, and and keep it moving. But yeah, that makes I, sense. But I mean, because you're you're like since since you know you're making these moves, you're looking, you're being looked at as a public figure. So I understand. Mm-hmm. Like why you probably wouldn't share so at least certain um, means. Yeah, that's tough sometimes too because I'll see something and like especially now because we you know we have a lot of like sensitive issues going on and I'll see something and I'll just be like man I agree with this or I'll be like oh, this is funny but like, I can't you know like it or I can't like share because I'm like I don't want people looking right at me. you uh-huh. know I limit it's my it's the worst yeah man because that social media gets you, will get you dumped. <laughs> quicker than, than doing some other stuff, man. So, you know, That's you got to watch. You got to watch out, man. So, look, today is what? April 1st is April Fool's Day. April 1st, 2021. By April 1st, 2022, what would Ryan Rembrandt like to have accomplished? Oh, I definitely um NWA started back. Yes. Definitely still out of Atlanta. Oh, yeah, that, you're right up the street. Yeah. I'm out of Atlanta, I think my remarkable gimmick, my robe, I think that kind of fits NWA. It so really does. It does. I'm hoping that, you know, I can get get in the door there and um, make some moves there and kind of move up from there. Uh, maybe some impact after that, you know? I definitely want to move up. I always want to constantly move up, if that makes sense. So, right, right. Uh, but I definitely want to do some NWA, uh, specifically because, well, one... Because I think my style matches it, but two, um, like there there hasn't been a lot of black people on NWA. You know what I mean? Like they have, they have the Pope now. Um, There's the Pope. That's 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 well, it. The Pope. Um, they had Willie Mack for a minute, but he's not there anymore. Um, mm. So I'd like to add a little more, little more flavor. NWA. Um, yeah, representation matters. Right, it does. And I think especially now, like. You know, we're not in the eighties. Like we can, we can mix it up. Like, <laughs> right, right. We're, we're contenders now. You know what I mean? Like, exactly. So, I like to do that, but but we'll see. Yeah, man, that's dope. That's dope, man. I you know almost I almost forgot NWA came back too because they just had their uh their pay per view on the twenty first and Power is back now. Correct? It if is. I'm not yeah, I think they started it up two weeks ago. I believe. Okay. I think oh. Yeah, man. That might be the move, man. <laughs> yeah, so we'll see. And it's right up the street, so it's perfect. I think it's the, the venue's like 20 minutes from where I live, so I'm, I'm trying to get that. Hey, hey yeah. always bring your gear. You never know. Yeah. So we'll see. Right. That's what I'm talking about, man. That's what I like to hear, man. Look, it's been great talking to you, man. Look, we we plan on being we plan on being at first time ever April 18th in Burlington, North Carolina. We plan on being there. You know what I'm saying? So if we do, hopefully we'll get to get to check out you and everybody else's match, see you in person, do your thing. You know what I'm saying? Uh what we talked about earlier, you know, if you have if you if you happen to be in the Ville on Wednesday, man, I'm gonna put the word out. You know what I'm saying? So Man, just let me know, man. We'll definitely make something happen, man. But look, for we sure. definitely appreciate having you on, man. Yes. Hey, thank you so much for having me. Y'all awesome. Thank you. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No doubt. No anytime, doubt. Man. Anytime. You, my friend, Mr. Magnificent. And me? you. Oh, hold up. My bad. Okay. That guy. Yes. That guy. <laughs> hold up. Wait. This is it. 
Okay. So I'm G Money. You know what I'm saying? I'm G Money, the radio rock star. Hopefully soon, one half of the RWC Tag Team Champions. We'll find out on Saturday. You are... I am one half of the UPWA Tag Team Champions, Mr. Magnificent. And I am J5, soon to be the the winner of the match between J5 and Mr. Magnificent come this weekend. Okay, man. So look. Don't be laughing. I'm not. Look, this is the Smasher Mat Podcast. You already know what's going down. Make sure you check us out. We're on Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts. We're on Spotify. We're on Stitcher. We're on Radio Public. We're on YouTube, Smasher Mat Podcast. We're on Instagram, at Smasher Mat Podcast. Twitter, Smasher Mat Pod. We are on Tinder. Swipe right on Smasher Mat. <laughs> we are on BlackPlanet.com. We're on Farmers, Farmers are on here. Church churchpeoplemeet.com we're, uh, we're on stacyadams.com baby. <laughs> you already know <laughs> you already know man hey smash my podcast we appreciate you ryan boy there you go you're over there yeah he's hey, right there. Is, did he did he i don't know oh okay thank you there you go we appreciate <laughs> you <laughs> yeah yeah, man. Yo, it's Smash Man Podcast. We out of here, baby. You know it, man. Hey, everybody. This is a Caribbean Tiger, the man you love to hate. So please follow Smash the Mat Podcast on Facebook and Instagram. Take care.